Hello everyone and welcome back after a long break. I am back in this episode with my best friend McKenna. Um, we talk about her journey in listening to the Lord's voice and encouragement she would give and where she's at now and exciting things for the future. Starting things scary um, and feeling like you're still in the unknown, but still pursuing God's heart through it all. Um, I enjoyed this, and I hope you do too. McKenna's here, and I met her in college, and moved to California because of her, and I'll let her, I'll let her give a little blurb about herself. A little blurb. Go ahead. Yes, I am McKenna, and we have known each other six years, and a lot of the good things that came from my college experience happened because of the relationship that I have with Shania now slash my husband and blah 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 and (laughs) a little blurb probably looks like I went to school for architecture thinking that it would get me into the mission field and I grew up in a Christian home and I'm now not doing anything related to my degree and I still very much live in a Christian home and yeah I'm just just bopping around. <laughs> just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. <laughs> okay, yes, so we'll start with you went into architecture thinking it was going to lead you to the mission field. That obviously, well, that didn't happen. <laughs> but <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> it didn't happen. And that was really hard for you to come to terms with and... I mean, never say never. You still might end up doing that, Mm -hmm. what you thought you were going to pursue. But I watched you go through that, and now I feel like you're on the other side of, like, grieving that and finding purpose again. Mm -hmm. What advice or what would you have to say about going, thinking that God has a plan for you and pursuing that and feeling like you're obeying for them to him be like, just kidding, no? Mm Mm-hmm. Like how, what advice would you give, I guess, if someone listening is in that season? Mm. Keep sitting with him. We really fast forwarded. I did live before I got to college. And so there was a relationship with the Lord before I entered my young adult years. And I wish that in school I would have 
prioritize my relationship with him instead of prioritizing what people thought of me or prioritizing time in class or which some people might argue I maybe didn't do that either so I don't really know <laughs> what, actually what that means never mind erase that last one please <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I would say no matter what, God, expect God to meet you in the situation that you're walking into. And when you do that, um, a world of things unfold. And I just stopped expecting, I think. I stopped believing that he had something good for me. And I stopped believing that that good thing was going to be awesome, no matter what it looked like. And... Yeah, I just figured, okay, I guess I'll try to do this by myself. And I put myself in a position where, like, I need to follow through with this degree. And there are expectations on all fronts of what my life look should look like. And I think, yeah, my advice would, would literally be, it feels silly and it's so vague. Um, but sitting with God, pursuing what he's asked of you in terms of that alone time with him, I think is worth following through on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So watching you go through that and everything, I, I would say that, um, and you never left your faith or like turned away from God in any Mm -hmm. way, but, and you did continue sitting with him, but not, that often mm-hmm. would you say yeah. like you like because you still had a relationship with the lord mm-hmm. and everything so is it more of like a consistent thing that like you think would have been better or like mm-hmm. or what was like the piece that was missing then because i would say you were still pursuing a relationship with god but maybe not to the fullest mm-hmm. or you know what do you think that the missing piece in that was yeah i think you're i think that's a good clarification the pursuit was happening I put myself in a position to serve when we were living in at home with my parents. I put myself in a position to love on others when we joined um, like a woman's Bible study here mm-hmm. when we moved down here. Like, um, and my Devo times happened intermittently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I guess the added layer was just I didn't expect anything to come of it. Mm-hmm. I just knew that these places were where I found God before and where I heard him the loudest has always been in community with others. Um, and so I figured I'd just keep doing that until something happened, but I wasn't expecting anything to happen. Mm-hmm. I think I just gave up on the belief end of it. Mm. So I was putting myself through the motions knowing that they were just the motions mm. and I couldn't bring myself to a place where I could believe anything could come of, of my life I think anymore so now mm-hmm. when you are sitting with the Lord and having quiet time with him you're back to expecting so like what does that look like does that look like I'm expecting you to talk to me today, right now, in this moment, or I'm expecting you to show up here, or, like, what does that look like in a, for someone who might be wanting to practice that? Yeah. I think I'm very much... I feel like I'm still in the midst of learning mm-hmm. what that 
is and maybe even I'm just at the cusp of it like I've just started trusting again and understanding again that God wants to speak to us and he wants to meet us in our seasons of sadness and joy and and he he doesn't care where we're at he just cares that he's with us Mm -hmm. and I think that I don't know I don't I don't feel like I have that much advice on it except for that you just have to try (laughs) um I did I do have like a couple resources that really helped put me there like put me in the space of I'm gonna start believing again that you're gonna meet me and then um I have a few encounters with him that I've journaled that are are significant enough that I'm like oh this is this is legitimate you like people aren't just blowing steam when they say like God wants to talk to you and God cares about the little things in your life and all that like they're it's real he does he Mm -hmm. does care and he does want to sit with you in them and he wants every piece of your life and all those things so I think that reading the books that I have um, really have what catapulted me into the beginning of this journey because it very much is baby like I'm still I feel like I'm still in baby step stage of learning what God's voice sounds like um can you tell us what those books are for anyone that might be wanting to oh oh yes please hold I forgot we were speaking to someone with a bad memory (laughs) (laughs) okay so the first one, the first one that kickstarted this whole thing, um, my aunt actually recommended to me, and it is called Listening and Inner Healing Prayer, Meeting God in the Broken Places by Rusty Rustenbach. <laughs> That's a Yeah. And I haven't finished that one yet. It's very thorough. And um, he's he specifically looks at like places of trauma or... I don't know, just pain, suffering that you've experienced in your life. And he um, kind of teaches and guides you on how to invite God into that space so that he can begin that inner healing work. And a lot of things that I pray through in that are like, God, I don't know. I'm going to need you to point areas out to me because I have no idea. Like I've forgotten which Mm. what things have hurt me and I've probably blocked it out and hidden them away and yeah, you're just going to have to reach in and bring it up to the surface or heal it on your own without me knowing because I I don't know. Um, And I usually walk through that kind of prayer when I feel specific emotions that are more inclined to be negative or like more of the shadow side of me. Like I don't want to be angry when someone doesn't invite me to something. Mm -hmm. So God, where did that anger come from? Like what is it rooted in and all that? So... And then the other one is discerning, discerning the voice of God, how to recognize when God is speaking by Priscilla Shirer. And that's the most recent one. And the one that's, that I've actually, I read through that one so quickly because it's so good and full of, I don't know, her words just feel anointed. Like Mm -hmm. I just haven't heard anyone specifically speak on how to actively pursue God's voice. Like everyone says, or I guess he even said, like, my sheep know the shepherd's voice, but I didn't understand that until the last few months Mm -hmm. because I didn't feel like anyone ever talked about how to understand it Mm -hmm. or pursue it or whatever. 
So those have been the two so far, and I'm eager to read a lot more because, like I said, it's just the beginning of something. I think that's going to be really big in my faith. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next question is, but <coughs> off of that, of like how I feel like I struggle with this, and I'm sure others do too, like how do you know when it's God's voice? Like how do you know when it's something he's asking you to do? Like mm-hmm. do you have like something you go back to or like do you give it 24 hours do you like pray on it more like what do you do to know Hmm. that it is the lord asking you to do something or speaking to you Hmm. well the first exposure that i had was with rusty's book Mm -hmm. the inner healing prayer one and he specifically walks through how to set a space up so that you're protected in Mm -hmm. terms of I guess more so just in terms of like you're not getting in your own head about like okay but was that voice mine was it something else was it whatever and something that he clarified for me which there there's probably so much theology in here that I'm like I don't know anything about this so please don't take me for that but (laughs) what he taught was that like God created your mind Mm -hmm. God created every single cell of you and that means that he has access to your mind he has access to your thoughts and your heart and I think that 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 looks a lot like if you have a thought that's coming through when you're journaling and it's persistent, maybe that's something that you need to pay attention to. Or you have someone on your mind that won't go away. Maybe that's someone you're supposed to be praying for. Or So I feel like it's it's a little bit of I trust Lord and, and praying through like God protect this space this is my mind and you know everything in it and I just ask that whatever is of me or um, or not of me that if it's not of you then I don't want to remember it or I don't want to think about it any longer or mm-hmm. fill in the blank so I think that that's the first thing is just trusting that the Lord has access to your thoughts and he can bring up mental pictures and songs and names whatever is going to resonate with you Mm -hmm. and um the second thing that priscilla kind of talks through is that when god says like god admires david for being a man after his own heart it wasn't that david didn't stop pursuing him or david always asked god what he wanted him to do it was that david told god make my heart look like yours Mm -hmm. like literally whatever desires I have put them aside and put your desires inside me I'm a man after your heart being that meaning that your heart is literally my heart Mm -hmm. I care about what you care about so if there are things that come up that feel contradictory to you um or really challenging or fill in the blank but they reflect God's voice and that's another thing that she talks about is like he's not going to say anything he hasn't already said mm-hmm. so if it, if you can test it against the word and um the word is you believe the word is living and breathing like if and it lines up with that then that's that's what he sounds like is he sounds like what he's already said that's good mm-hmm. and so there are things that ha- i've been asked to do and more recently 
if anyone knows me, it's that haircuts are for no one. Everyone should grow their hair long and thick and luscious, and that's how I like have lived a lot of my life. And in the last couple of years, God has asked me a couple of different times. More recently, he, he did ask me to cut my hair, and it was really painful, and I sat with it for a week or so, and then, then, um, and then I texted our hair lady, and I was like, okay, when's your next availability? And she, I mean, we... We did it a couple months after God asked me, but when he asked me, I was like, why? (laughs) This this is not a thought that I want, and I love growing my hair out, and it feels really important to me as, like, I don't know, part of my identity, but mostly just, that's just, I just love this part. Yeah. And um, I felt really convicted in that, like, if you want to pursue health, which I've been praying through, like, I'm struggling with a lot of my own things that don't have answers, and... Um, if you want to pursue health, this is, this is, and, and pursue health and my voice, I'm going to need you to start obeying when I ask you to do things. And when you cut your hair, we're going to kickstart something that you haven't done yet. And so I'm still kind of trying to figure out what that thing is that we haven't done yet. God, like (laughs) what's the next thing after? Okay. My hair's cut, but that was a good example of like, that was contradictory to every fiber of my being. I didn't want to do that. And, um, it lined up with what I know to be true about him in my life and that he cares a lot about, he does care a lot about my health. Mm -hmm. When I was in high school, I broke almost everything you could name on the right side of my body and it took me out of sports every single time. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I should have taken that as, oh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not supposed to play anymore because every season would come around and I wouldn't be able to participate. But I just took it as God just wants me to take a break and, my relationship with him would grow in youth group and other areas. So he'd pause something and let me pursue health in a different way and the way that was most important to him. And so now I feel like we're kind of back on that same same path of thinking. But, yeah. I like the um, part about... I don't remember if it was Benji that said this or maybe you shared it after you read the book about like David being a man after God's own heart like mm-hmm. I for the longest time thought that like God picked him out mm-hmm. like like God was like you are a man after my own heart and that's only for you mm-hmm. but it's really for all of us mm-hmm. because David was just after his heart yeah. that like literally all of us could be a woman after God's own heart a man after God's own heart just by wanting our hearts to reflect his yeah and that I don't know why I like always thought that way, mm-hmm. but it something like that switched, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is for me too." Yeah. Like, I th- I think I often get stuck when I'm reading the Bible of like, "This is for them." Yeah. I'm forgetting that it's also mm-hmm. for me. Well, and I think the stories are literally recorded so that we're reminded this isn't just them. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was just for them, we wouldn't know about it. That's true. Yeah. Let it be for us to read yeah to be encouraged by it or convicted or you know okay well (laughs) (laughs) you in this season of pursuing god's heart and listening to him something fun that i think is really fun is happening and that is that you are starting to pursue your art uh, you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I have been wanting you to do since I've pretty much met you. Mm-hmm. 
this is, I mean, I could be biased, but I do think that McKenna's the best artist in the world. That's just me. That is obviously biased. (laughs) (laughs) It's also true. No one, okay. (laughs) Anyways, so now that you're pursuing your art and that God has asked you Mm -hmm. to do that. Spoiler alert, Shanashish. I feel like you've <laughs> talked about it enough that it's not a spoiler alert. <laughs> um, maybe it is spoiler alert. Is it spoiler alert for you? You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, being in the the baby phase yeah. of doing this, I feel like it could be beneficial for others that might be also wanting to pursue something that they feel like God is calling them to, but like maybe not knowing how to, or like being the beginning phases. Like, what? sort of encouragement could you give mm-hmm. in these phases this phase or like advice or like what have you found like helpful for you in this time and like because I mean it took me a long time to do this start this podcast yeah and I still don't stay consistent with it because of whatever lies fears fill in the blank I let come in in between it I feel like you should name those real quick I think the biggest one for me is just feeling like it feels silly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what if it is silly? Well, it just feels like silly of like... Benji really put like really convicted me. First of all... Who's Benji? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Benji's our pastor at Light Church Church in Encinitas. He's our head pastor. And every week we have a question of the day. Mm Mm-hmm. And the question of the day this week was, if you had a podcast, what would it be about? And I was like, this kind of feels like savage, God. Like, why are you bringing this up? And then Benji went on to say, like, God doesn't care. God doesn't care about people with accolades or fame or, like, he literally uses just ordinary people to do his big work. Mm -hmm. And, like, that really convicted me because I feel like I don't have a big platform. I'm not having celebrity guest like I'm not like doing anything big like how is this like my friends listen to this podcast and like my grandma (laughs) like how like how like everyone that listens already knows the people that are on here Mm -hmm. so like what what work is actually happening Mm -hmm. and hearing that I was like you're like just so convicted of like the reason I started this is just for people like you and me Mm -hmm. to share what God's doing to Mm -hmm. encourage the next yeah and if that is a friend that just maybe hasn't heard this story then that's great Mm -hmm. like if that is my grandma (laughs) like great shout out grandma grandma. and I was just really I I just was like okay okay Mm -hmm. like let's let's do this again and yeah I just had to get slapped around a little bit (laughs) slapped around Anyways, enough well, about I feel me. like you answered your own question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll answer, I'll answer. I feel like there are two categories. One, probably being the biggest one for me, was I didn't want to do anything that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm. And that actually ended up being a roadblock because my interpretation of what I'm supposed to be doing is not God's uh, interpretation or mm. God's version. My version is not God's version. It has, that hasn't been the case for me in my life. It's always God's version is not at all what I, what I expect. So the first one for me was that 
everyone is telling me this is something I should be doing. I've, I've even received this, like, uh, it wasn't encouragement then, but it didn't feel like it. But a professor told me, if architecture doesn't work out, you should go into art. And I was like, no, that's rude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally paying you thousands of dollars to not tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so there was a huge, like, my version of success and, and whatever I'm supposed to be pursuing is not art, God. And even if everyone, closest friends, family, is telling me that it is, they're just biased and they're just telling me that because they like that for me. Mm-hmm. But I think it was actually, like, the Lord using people around me to encourage me gently, eventually, that I would get to a point where I am now. I'm like, okay, actually, that was God all this time. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of pursuing or starting something that feels scary or out of the blue, I would say look around and see how many times the, the topic comes up, how many times it enters a conversation in your real life and in, in your day-to-day life and um, take that take that at face value or read between the lines mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's probably something that you should be at least praying about mm-hmm. and genuinely seeking wisdom in, and is it something that you're supposed to be doing? And mine ended up being, I waited so long, I actually had, I had to go through a toxic job, which I don't think there was anything wrong with it. It ended up being toxic towards the end and I couldn't do it anymore. I took a hiatus from all things, church even, like our women's group kind of disbanded. I didn't really attend light regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, August hit uh, of last year, and I was like, okay, I'll start journaling more frequently. Got the books to listen to the Lord's voice, like learn how to listen to the Lord's voice. And then September, I was like, okay, this art thing is going to, it's going to happen for me. I'm going to start a business, and I don't know who it's going to reach, and I don't want to know what kind of platform I'm going to have. And um, all I know is I'm just going to obey. I have Mm -hmm. no expectations except for that. The Lord asked me to do this for a while, and I'm doing it now. And then I feel like the second category is, you know, I really enjoy doing this and I just want to see what happens, but I'm nervous or I'm Mm -hmm. scared or whatever. And I don't think everything that we do in our life um, needs to be, God told me that this is how I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves for it to be that way. But I think some things can be like this podcast Mm -hmm. that you're doing. Like, this is really fun for me and I adore listening to people's stories. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to start it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see what, what happens. And if it only reaches the people that it reaches, that's what it was made to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that second category is you should just start it. Who cares how silly it is? Who cares what people have to say about it? Who cares how far it gets? You should just start it just to see. And I mm-hmm. feel like that second part, I feel like maybe they were equal for me. But it was definitely the lesser of the two. Like I was very adamant that like God doesn't want me to do the art so I'm not going to do it mm-hmm. but now starting it there is that second part of like oh I'm scared I'm nervous like people are going to critique my art it's, art isn't for everyone like what mm-hmm. I make isn't going to be for everyone who you talk to isn't going to resonate with everyone and so I think it just all, all boils down to who cares yeah like yeah. my my biggest piece of advice is the one that I hated getting the most I think but it's true who cares? Who cares? <laughs> um, so, switching gears, well, kind of switching gears a little, okay. not that much. 
But yeah, since we just dove right into the deep stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, going into friendship. And oh, you don't want to talk about friendship? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Go ahead. Going into friendship. Um, in the sense, well, in the area of like you starting something new and scary. Me trying, trying to do something <laughs> scary. You're doing it. You're doing um, it. What does that look like for like me or your other friends or like to come alongside you in that? Like what advice would you give to someone who is encouraging someone to pursue the scary mm. thing, to do the scary thing, to move forward with whatever they're wanting to do? That is a good question because everyone is built so different. That's true. <laughs> I feel like there are a lot of layers there, but probably the best thing that I could say is what I had to do when you started your podcast, which was I had to check myself and I didn't do it perfectly, but I would get mad at you for not actually pursuing this, yeah. for not actually trying. Like you'd only post one episode a month and I was like, we had a whole plan. We had a system for you to like make the Instagram posts and then mm-hmm. record with the people. And I would get really frustrated because I was so excited for you to do this. Mm-hmm. And you would do it, but at your own pace, at the capacity that you could at the time. And I feel like I still am like, Shania, come on. Like mm-hmm. people need to hear these stories and they don't need to hear me. Like I'm just <laughs> thinking like there's such a long list of women and some men who I really want to hear from in this setting. Mm-hmm. So I get all riled up like, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. And I think the best thing that I can tell everyone else is what I have to do for myself. And that's just to check yourself. Like, mm-hmm. why are you motivating this person? In what, in what format are you motivating them? Like, if they're posting things on social media, are you encouraging them on there as frequently as you encourage them in person? Because I'll have people that reach out like, this is so awesome. And, and I'm really appreciative of whatever comments they make in, in such a social setting. But I'd also love like, hey, I saw you did this thing and it probably, and I've, I remember it, you saying it was really hard, like a, a text or a phone mm-hmm. call or, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's different for everyone, but definitely whoever you are to that person, make sure that you're caring for them in the capacity that you know they need to be cared for. Mm-hmm. The way I'm going to encourage you is not the way I'm going to encourage Maddie or Marilla or Ray or Dan or it, everyone is so different. So I think just checking why you're encouraging and how you're doing it. That's good. It's probably the most general answer I could give. Yeah. Well, after I asked it, I was like, how would I answer this question? <laughs> and I was thinking, I was like, you're right. It is different for mm. per person. But I think the advice of like checking yourself and like, asking why you're you're yeah I think that's good and like making sure that you are in the right right headspace heart space all those things to encourage yeah it's is good 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 let me help you help me help you okay so you said you wanted some like light-hearted questions in here okay all i said was we paused the <laughs> we paused the podcast and i said shania why do we jump right into like i didn't make it to the mission field oh. and she doesn't know who god is right now but i do but why didn't we start with like you know in elementary school i <laughs> used to think that 
gum if I swallowed it would like fortify my ribs. I didn't know you would have thought on an eight. I didn't know you would want to say that out loud. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Listen, I was trying to protect you. Okay. Okay, so I, I do have at least one lighthearted question that I ask everyone. On my podcast. You're going to wrap up the podcast already? No. Oh. It, this doesn't wrap up the podcast. It can lead into more conversation. It always comes at the end. I know what's happening. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> okay. We're okay. going to... I'll ask you a different question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's raining in San Diego. It's been raining in San Diego for what feels like two weeks. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite rain and day activity? I hate you. <laughs> <sighs> well, it's newer... Uh, but walking in the rain. What? Ah. <laughs> that is not. I just had a really fun walk in the rain. And we spent all day in the rain for New Year's Eve. So I think it actually is. Ugh, that's my least favorite thing to do. <laughs> if you know me, you know that if it's raining out, I'm not going. She's like a cat. She hates being <gasps> wet. Never <laughs> compare me to a cat. That's so gross. <sighs> So gross. Um, genuinely though, I love being inside. So the rain in Southern California gives me a feeling of like I'm justified in wanting to stay inside. Where normally I'm like I should be outside. It's sunny and beautiful and gorgeous. And yeah. So I think any indoor, I mean, taking a nap, watching a movie, <laughs> playing on my iPad, learning games, how to play poker, learning how to play poker. Yeah, card games. So. Just, just the fact that rainy days let you be inside guilt-free is pretty cool. That is really good. That's my favorite <laughs> that reason. Good. Um, okay, I am going to ask you this question. <laughs> okay. What song is currently stuck in your head? Or a song you've been listening to a lot recently? Because I, doing this podcast and asking people that question, I realized that people don't actually always have a song stuck in their head. Yeah. I thought that was common. Mm-hmm. It's just you. It's not just me. No, Some people. Who has no. told you? No, that happens to me too. No, I met someone who said that it was. Um, he was my old neighbor, uh-huh. and he said that he wakes up with a song stuck in his head every morning, and he actually created a playlist. Like when he would wake up, he would put that song into a playlist, and, which I need to do. And I then did you it recorded once. a podcast with him. No. Damn. Um. Anyways, the ra- the song stuck in my head is. I think it's called. Um, well, I don't know what it's called, but when he sings, I think heaven is like rain on a tan roof. What? It's a gospel singer, I think, so I really botched it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing to save my life. Look it up. I don't Well, I looked up mine. Oh, um, the oh song, you're going to answer your own question? I always answer it. On okay. my, oh, are you a loyal listener? Oh. I guess not. I thought that you asked to hear me talk, not to hear you. <laughs> if anyone's wondering what our friendship looks like, here you go. Um, the song that I woke up stuck in my head this morning is called Bye Bye. Baby Bye Bye. No, bye. not by NSYNC. Oh. It's a female country artist. It goes, Bye Bye. You know? I don't think that told anyone anything. Maybe you should just bye, play it. Bye, 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 my baby, bye, bye. Can you play it? I think there's, like, some copyrights if I do that. I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't own any rights to this music. Hmm. 
It's by Jody Messina. Okay. Anyways, that song was stuck in my head this morning when I woke up. I even was singing it, and Merle was like, what? Why are you singing that song? And I said, I don't know. It's just stuck in my head. Do you know who your song is by now? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Let me read it to you like it's poetry. Okay. Maybe the streets are gold, and there's a table with plenty room. Maybe we, will, we don't grow old, and we got nothing to lose. Maybe in the promised land there's a choir when you walk through. Oh, but I pray heaven is like rain on a tin roof. That's beautiful. Yeah. The song's way better than talking it. Okay. Well, can you tell us who it's by? So oh, that... tin roof. Who is it by? <laughs> Anyways. Are you not going to tell us the artist's <laughs> okay, name? Okay, okay. I'm just embarrassed. I didn't know it was Chris Tomlin. But it's because <laughs> it's feet. Like, he's singing with Blessing Offer. Uh, is, you know. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Because <laughs> uh, I'm embarrassed. Anyways. I just want to say thank you for finally doing our podcast with me. I've asked McKenna. Don't let me talk. I've asked McKenna since day one of me doing this podcast if she would record with me. And she kept saying, I have nothing to say. But that was true. And you saying that diminishes where I was at. But I, you know, my stance on this podcast is I believe everyone has something to say. Yes. But you want people coming on here in their unhealthiest state of being and being like, blah, blah, blah. And then, how does that help them? <laughs> Anyways. Um, I'm, I am very thankful that you're on today. And I find a lot of wisdom in your words often. Um, and I hope that whoever this reaches, you also find that. And if you're ever stuck in a bad place, that you should reach out to McKenna because she's really good at listening and giving advice. But everyone needs a McKenna in their life, but she's mine. So... <laughs> No, no, she can share. Not this one. <laughs> we share here on the Songs of Wildfire podcast. All are welcome. Um, and I would also like to say, if you want to be on this podcast, Shania's number is... <laughs> you cannot put my number out there. She just edited it out, but seriously, <laughs> she... I'm going to expose you and you have to pinky promise you're going to leave this on. Okay. People want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> She is very anxious that no one wants to be on here. But it's not true. And that's why I said, you have to wait for me to come on. (laughs) Because then people will think you just invite your best friends on. (laughs) Anyway, so if you want to come on the podcast, Shania wants you to be on it. She just doesn't know how to tell you. (laughs) Words... I can't say words aren't my forte because I'm literally speaking right now, mm-hmm. but <sighs> anyways, thank you for that. Kicking it's off. true. If you want to be on, literally, here's my problem is I say, you should come on my podcast and people say yes, but then I'm like, oh, I'll let them come to me mm-hmm. when I should probably just go to them and mm-hmm. be like, okay, let's actually set up a date. Mm-hmm. Anyways, if you're listening to this and you have a date that you want to record, <laughs> HMU. 2023 is wide open. <laughs> I'm her schedule keeper. <laughs> no, she's not. If anything, I'm her schedule keeper. I'm going to expose you right now. When McKenna did have her old job, she would text me and be like, what days do I need to ask off for this month? What do we have? Anyways. Anyways. 
The memory is not strong with this one, but the wisdom is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, where can people find your art? Oh, we're working on that, so sorry to my current self and my future self because I don't have that set up yet. <laughs> but you do have one thing set up. No. Oh, that's true. We never talked about this, but Dan and me did a whole year of making stuff and donating all the proceeds. Why did you just say it like that? I don't know, because it feels silly that we did that. But um, right now it's at Grapefruit Studios on Instagram. Um, but I'm going to make my own separate business for my art. So stay tuned. And sorry, I have nothing else. <laughs> Anyways, if you need some art, hit me kind of up. Mm-hmm. She's doing art full time now, so she has time to create pieces for you. Yeah. If you need something. And. Signing guess, off? What do you say I now? I guess that's a wrap. No. Okay. <laughs> I know. I usually, I, I have one more question. Okay. If you can leave us with anything, mm. is there anything, this is your last, I said, I think on my very first podcast, I said the last note. Mm-hmm. This is the last note, you know, trying to be... You need, you're not even your own fan. Play on words. <laughs> you need to go... <laughs> you know? Um, you this know. is your last note, so anything you want to leave the listeners with, go for it. Okay. I think that this is the biggest thing that I feel like I'm in, I try to encourage the people in my circles um, in the most is just that if you are who you are in any circumstance, in any setting, like, you're showing everyone exactly who God is. Like, mm. he's working on you. He's making you a better person. You're letting him into things that feel scary and hurtful and fill, you know, fill in the blank when you hang out with everyone else and you show them exactly how silly you are, how loud you are, how fun you are, how sad you are. Like, it doesn't matter positive or you know in quotes negative emotions that you're experiencing or things you embody like it's just it's just got it's the reflection of god we're all made in his image and you being yourself is the best thing you can be because that's how god made you just be you just be you just happy to be here <laughs> anyways thank you again for doing this with me thank you peace and blessings <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wrap it up before <laughs> any other things are said that's going to be. Okay. Thank you for listening. And I think I say this at the end of every podcast. I promise there'll be more. Maybe I should stop doing that because I haven't been following through. But 2023 feels like a good year. Yeah, it does. So Jordan year. Jordan year. Feels like goodness mm-hmm. is going to come from it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Have a lovely rainy day if you are listening to this and it's raining like it is here. Love you all. Bye. Bye.